chapter 6. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost and fire. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mark chapter 6, verse 36. Jesus had been teaching the people and Mark wrote that they were, in verse 34, that they were as sheep, having not a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. Verse 35 says, When the day was now far spent, his disciples came unto him and said, This is a desert place, and now the time is far past. Send them away, that they may go into the country round about and into the villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. And he answered and said unto them, Give you them to eat. And they say unto him, How shall we go and buy two hundred penny worth of bread and give them to eat? And he saith unto them, How many loaves have ye go and see? And when they knew, they said, Five and two fishes. And he commanded them to make all sit down by companies on the green grass. Just told us that they were in a desert place. Then it says that he commanded them to sit down by companies on the green grass. That was the first miracle that Jesus performed. Amen. And they sat down in ranks by hundreds and fifties. I think by that point, I, I got a feeling somebody was saying, you know what, I think uh, something special is getting ready to happen here. I just saw a miracle happen. Something's getting ready to happen here. I, I just feel like something good is about to happen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you go from sand to green grass, you're going to know something's going on. Just look out here. Hallelujah. After there's no water for a while, pretty soon everything just burns up. Amen. Verse 41, and when he had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before them. The two fishes he divided, he among them all, and they did all eat and were filled. 5,000 people, their wives and kids, were filled. They all ate and were filled. And they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments and of the fishes, and they that did eat of the loaves were about 5,000 men. And straightway he constrained his disciples to go into the ship, and to go to the other side unto Bethsaida while he sent away the people. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. And when evening was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. And he saw them toiling and rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he cometh unto them walking upon the sea, and would have passed by them. And when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit, and cried out. For they all, for they all saw him, and were troubled. And immediately he talked with them, and saith unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And he went up into the ship, and the wind ceased, and they were sore amazed, in themselves beyond measured and wondered, for they considered not the miracle of the loaves, loaves, for their heart was hearted. Let's ask God to help us tonight. God, I ask you, Lord God, for your words to be in my mouth. God, I thank you for your precious name, Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. God, I thank you, Lord, for your people that have been purchased by your precious name, by your blood. God, that when we take your name in water baptism, the name of Jesus Christ, that the blood is applied. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Amen. You can be seated. I just want to talk about the miracle, amen, that God wants to do amongst his people. Amen. I said the miracle that God wants to do in your life. Praise God. The greatest miracle that you could ever receive is receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The miracle of God changing your life forever that you will never be the same. Hallelujah. Amen. The miracle of the name of Jesus. How many are thankful for the name of Jesus Christ? Amen. That God robed himself in flesh and became the man Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God that he stepped down from glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God that he became my Savior. Amen. He's my Lord and my God. Oh, praise God. That's what Thomas said. He's my Lord and my God. Praise God. Praise God. He's my Lord and my God. Thomas heard that Jesus Christ had rose from the dead. And he said, I won't believe it until I touch the nail prints in his hand. And I put my hand and see the, the, the wound in his side from the spear. And Jesus walked into their midst. Oh, praise God. I said Jesus walked into their midst. Amen. I want to preach to you tonight that God wants to walk into this church tonight. Amen. That God wants to reveal to you that he is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And Jesus talked with them. Amen. And Jesus uh, comforted them. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. When you get the Holy Ghost, you get the comfort of God. Amen. The Holy Ghost is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. What you need is the Holy Ghost. But Jesus said to him after he got through talking to him, he said, hey, Thomas, come over here. He said, I want you to touch the nail prints in my hand and I want you to feel the wound in my side. And Thomas, he didn't argue any longer. He said, everybody called him Downton Thomas. Amen. But that night he got the revelation that Jesus Christ was God. He said, my Lord and my God. Oh, hallelujah. I want to tell you tonight, he's my Lord and my God. I said he's my Lord and my God. Proverbs 22 and 1. It says a good name is rather than to be chosen than great riches. Ecclesiastes 7 and 1 says a good name is better than precious ointment. Amen. You can read much about the history of our country and how that names were a man's life and how that a man, he only could rely upon his name. And uh, you didn't have a whole lot. You may not have had riches. You may not have had the status uh, but if a man took his name seriously, amen, that his name was very important. Amen, that he wanted either your name was associated with the scum of the earth and with the outlaws, or your name was associated with uprightness. Amen, your name was associated with uh, those that were builders and constructors and, and, and made a difference in this land. Oh, praise the Lord, somebody. Amen. A name that is given to you at birth is your birthright, is your birth name. Amen. And thank God that I have a name, amen, that I'm proud of. If you've got a name, you ought to be proud. Amen. Thank God that that's what I was named. I'm going to make sure, amen, that my children know that this name is good and that this name is right and that this name is not to be trifled with. Well, praise God. You say, man, that almost sounds like when you get baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, praise God, you're getting the revelation.
nation. Amen. That when I take on the name of Jesus, that this name is good, that this name is right, that this name is holy, that this name is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess, amen, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. A man's name was his life, his livelihood, sometimes the only thing that he possessed. Sometimes men would go west because they had a bad name. And some of them would change their name and have a good name. Oh yeah, you can read about it all through history. I'll tell you something that is even more intriguing is that when you study Jewish history, how that many times the Jews would change their name, that they did not want to be identified with what they used to be. Amen. The, the, the angel said to Jacob, he said, what is your name? He said, I won't let go of you until you bless me. I will not let go. They wrestled. They were wrestling all night long. Amen. They were wrestling. Amen. They had a hold of each other. And that angel said, let me go. They dated He's getting ready to break. And Jacob said, I won't let you go until you bless me. Amen. And that angel, he said, what is your name? And he said, my name is Jacob. My name is supplanter. My name is deceiver. My name is all the things. Amen. That is not, not desirable. Amen. And that angel said to him that night, he said, tonight your name is no longer going to be Jacob, but is going to be Israel. That as with a prince, amen, that you have power with God and with man. That night his whole life changed because of a name change. Hey, I want to preach to you tonight that you need to allow God to change the course of direction of your life. You need to take on the name of Jesus Christ. I said you need to take on the name of Jesus Christ in water baptism. Then no longer are you the same old person that you used to me. No longer are you the deceiver. No longer are you the supplanter. No longer are you the thief. No longer are you the whoremonger. No longer are you the man chaser. But God delivered me. God set me free. God give me a name that is above every name. Oh, let's love the name of Jesus. Some trust in Tesla. And some trust in Chevrolet. You say, Pastor, the Bible doesn't say that. Some trust in chariots. And some in horses. Some trust in their education. Or the lack thereof. Some trust in riches. Some trust in their poverty. You know, there's a lot of things that people hide behind. Oh, this is my, this is my comfort zone. You know, that's where the devil wants you to stay is in your little comfort zone. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But David said, we will remember the name of the Lord our God. 
we will remember the name of the Lord. In the Old Testament, it was Jehovah. Amen. But you know what the name Jesus means? It means Jesus is become, Jehovah is become my salvation. Oh, thank God for that precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That I'm going to call upon that name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. I said, call upon the name of Jesus. Turn to the book of Acts. Amen. This is where the church started. In Acts chapter 7. Amen. Maybe Acts chapter 8. This wasn't part of my notes, so I'm just reading. Praise God. Acts chapter 8. It says, the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, verse 26, saying, Arise. Go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasure and had, to, had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in the chariot and read Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and have Bible study with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. Who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth, listened to this, and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Oh, can I preach to you Jesus Christ tonight that Jesus Christ was not the second person in the Godhead, but he was God manifest in the flesh. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. He preached unto him Jesus Christ and him crucified. He preached unto him Jesus Christ, the miracle working God. He preached unto him Jesus Christ, the one prophesied about in the scriptures. In Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, for unto us a son, child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Oh, thank God that when I call on the name of Jesus, I'm calling on the name of God. If this doesn't excite you, you need to pray through. Amen. And get a brand new revelation of who Jesus Christ is. John 5 and 43. Jesus said, I am come in my Father's name. What else did he say in that verse of Scripture? He said, if another comes in his own name, he said, him you will receive. You know what Jesus just said there? He said, I am come in my own name. He was telling them, I'm God. He said, if another comes in his own name, him you will receive. Amen. And Jesus said, hey, I want you to know that I am come in my own name. I am God. 
Jesus said, I and my Father are one. John 10, 30. Put it up there. I and my Father are one. In the church world, they try to dance all around the scripture saying, oh, that just means they were one in spirit. Next verse, please. John 10, 31 says, Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Next verse. And he said, Many good works have I showed you from my Father. For which of these works do you stone me? Next verse. The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work... We stone thee not, but for blasphemy, because that thou, being a man, makest thyself God. They got the revelation that day that Jesus Christ was telling them that I am God manifest in the flesh, that I am come in my Father's name. Oh, thank God that my God has a name. His name is Jesus. There's not one God in the Old Testament and three gods in the New Testament. There's one God throughout your whole Bible. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Put on the board Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23. Not one person in here today has talked to me about the name of Jesus Christ. I don't say that as an indictment, but I simply tell you that because, uh, amen, my God, amen, knows exactly the questions that you have in your mind. You can't serve multiple gods. You must serve the one true God. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23 says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted is capital G-O-D with us. God with us. Well, praise the Lord, somebody. Next verse. Then Joseph being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. Next verse. And he knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. Now go back to verse 21. And what does it tell us here? Amen. Verse 21. Amen. Come on, brother Salman. She shall bring forth a, a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Next verse, it says that all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, and she shall bring forth a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Hey, when Jesus Christ was born, he wasn't the second person in the Trinity. He was God manifest in the flesh. There's just one God. Jesus is God. 1 Timothy 3 verse 16. Great, everyone say great, is the mystery of godliness. God, everyone say God, was manifest in the flesh. John 4, 24 says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. 
And so the only way that you could see God was in the man, Jesus Christ. John 1 and 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14 said, And the Word, God became flesh. The Word was God, and the Word was made flesh. And God was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. You know how you behold the glory of God? In the man Jesus Christ. You can't see God. No man has seen God at any time. But when Jesus Christ walked around on this earth, God was walking around. The reason why people got really uncomfortable with Jesus Christ, because when he talked to them, amen, it was God looking into their soul. You think about that. Jesus said to the woman at the well, he said, woman, he said, if you knew of the water that I was talking about, you would ask of me to drink. And he was like, what? She was like, what in the world is this man talking about? He said, you know, he said, where's your husband at? She says, I don't have a husband. He says, man, you, you have told the truth finally. You come out here with a water, pot, a water pot with nothing to draw with, and the well's deep. And so we know you didn't come out here to draw water because the, uh, the ladies come out here in the morning and draw water. So we know why you had your little lie on your shoulder. And he said, you know, you've told the truth. He says, you've had five husbands. And the one you're with now, you're shacked up with. And all of a sudden, she got the revelation. This isn't just... A man coming, sitting at the well, talking to me about a deep well and about living water. She said, this is God. And she started getting real spiritual. She said, yeah, on this mountain, this is the mountain that our father said that we're going to worship God in. And Jesus said, he said, I want to tell you something. That he said, it's neither going to be in this mountain nor at Jerusalem. But he said that my, the Father seeketh worshipers, true worshipers, uh, to worship him. Come on, somebody. And what does, what does the word of God tell us? Go to your Bibles to Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24 He said, thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things, and behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And what happened is they went into Jerusalem and they were tarrying in the upper room praying for the Holy Ghost. They were praying for the Comforter to come. They were praying for the Holy Ghost to come. In John chapter 14 and verse 26, it says, but the Comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. How many is with me? 
We went from John 5 and 43. We established the fact that the name of the Father is Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, we establish a fact that the name of the Son is Jesus Christ. And then he told him that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in my name, beginning at Jerusalem. And go tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power. And so it establishes a fact, amen, that the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus Christ. Well, praise God. Thank God for the name that is above every name. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2. If you're settling in for a long winter's nap. Amen. I'm not going to preach a long time tonight. I'm going to preach about the name of Jesus and then I'm going to get out of the way. And God can do the work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Notice that, the household of God. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Amen. When you call upon the name of Jesus Christ, that is the chief cornerstone. That if you're not built upon the name of Jesus Christ, you're on sinking sand. Amen. That if you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sins, you're not on a sure foundation. But you've got to get on that foundation in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you do in word or deed, in Colossians 2 and 20, it says, whatever you do in word or deed, do all, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Peter didn't make a mistake on the day of Pentecost when he said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name. In the name. We're people of the name. I said, we're the people, the whole family of God is called by the name of Jesus Christ. In fact, that's in Ephesians chapter uh, 3. Amen. It says, for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, of whom the whole family in heaven uh, and earth is named. 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 You're named after the name of Jesus. Oh, that's him, Jesus, only people. No, actually, I'm Jesus, everything. I've got to have Jesus when I go to work, when I go to school, when I go to sleep. When I walk by the wayside, when I sit down in my house, when I rise up, I've got to have the name of Jesus Christ. You say, wait a minute, that sounds like Deuteronomy chapter 6. It is. Hear, O Israel. Hear, O Israel. Shema, listen, hear it. Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. Hallelujah. One Lord. He didn't change from the Old Testament to the New Testament. It's still the same God. And his name, his revealed name is Jesus Christ. Amen. We are people of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't call me something else. I'm of the name of Jesus Christ. I'm thankful. I don't know. The Bible says that pride goes before destruction, so I try not to say that I'm proud. Every now and then I'll tell somebody I'm proud of. But I don't go around with pride in my heart saying I'm better than ever. No. Thank God for that name that brought me out of, out of the world, out of sin, that cleansed me. The name of Jesus Christ and the blood are inseparable. Oh, I wasn't going to go here tonight, but here we go. Turn to Acts, the book of Acts. Oh, yeah, the Jews knew it. They couldn't stand it. Acts chapter, I believe it's Acts chapter 5. Praise God. 
Acts chapter 5. Verse 25, then came one and told them, saying, Behold, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then went the captain with the officers and brought them without violence, for they feared the people, lest they should have been stoned. And when they brought them, they set them before the council. Who's the council? The Pharisees. And said unto the, and the high priest asked them, saying, did we straightly, did we not straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? Is that what it says? In this name. They could have taught, oh yeah, there's miracles for you. The Holy Ghost is for you. As long as they didn't talk about the name of Jesus. Oh, they, the devil can't stand the name of Jesus. Thou believest there is one God, thou doest well. The devils believe and tremble. Said, did we not tell you not to teach in this name? And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. How did they bring the name of how did they bring the blood of Jesus upon him? John Doe, upon confession of your faith and obedience unto the Lord, we now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. That's how they were bringing the blood of Jesus upon that city. As they were baptizing people, they weren't going around just preaching that. Hey Amen. They had some action going on. Come on, church, I'm preaching to you. Hey Amen. That when we baptize people in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus washes away their sins. Praise God. Praise God. Philippians 2 and 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. The God that can never die was getting ready to allow the flesh to die. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That that name of Jesus, to that point, God had had many names. Oh yeah? He had Jehovah, Elohim, the Rose of Sharon, the bright morning star, the strong tower. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. He that calleth upon the name of the Lord. It doesn't say call upon the title of the Lord. It says upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What name is that? I'm getting ready to show you here in a minute. It's the name of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is God. He said has given him a name that is above every name. Amen. That the name of Je at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, every tongue confess to things in heaven, to things in earth, to things beneath the earth. Amen. And to the that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now let's stop here a minute. Everybody says, oh yeah, Jesus is just Lord. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Read it in the original. The original says, God. That Jesus Christ is God. Well, I don't know about you, but that gets me excited. 
he that calleth upon the name of the Lord. And if we go back to Acts chapter 8, amen, and we keep on reading about Philip and the eunuch. Philip said they went on their way. He preached unto him, Jesus. And they went on their way and came unto a certain water. The eunuch said, see, here is water. He said, what doth hinder me to be baptized? He preached unto him, Jesus. And when he preached unto him, Jesus, Acts chapter 8, verse 36, he said, what doth hinder me to be baptized? When he preached unto him, Jesus, he said, look, you've got to be born again of water and of the Spirit. Being born again does not consist of just simply saying, I accept the Lord. You can't accept the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to be born again. Nowhere in the Bible does it say accept the Lord as your personal Savior. You can't find it. Maybe rather the question should be, has the Lord accepted me? My Bible does say that in the end, when he judges us, are we going to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. And it says here, they went on their way and they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? The Philip said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. Why did he say believe? Jesus said in Mark chapter 16 and 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Oh, I'm preaching to you tonight. Amen. That in the name of Jesus we baptize and receive the Holy Ghost. Philip said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they both went down into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. Amen. He didn't get sprinkled. He got baptized. How did he get baptized? Just like they did at the beginning. Amen. Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, apostolic faith tabernacle. Because the name of Jesus is what's going to save you and if you're not calling upon the name of Jesus, you won't be saved. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 4. And I'm getting close to being done. Acts chapter 4, verse 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You men, are you rulers of the people, elders of Israel? If we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he wanted them Jews to know that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Amen. He was quoting to them out of the Old Testament. Amen. In Psalms chapter 118 and verse 22, he said, this is the head of the corner. Then verse 12, he said, neither is there salvation in any other. Neither is there salvation in any other. Other. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven. That's the name that was given whereby we must be saved. 
Oh, hallelujah. Now, if you look in your Bible, if you go back to Isaiah chapter 44, This isn't in my notes, but I feel the Holy Ghost just quicken this to me. Isaiah 44. I believe it's verse 24. Praise God. Isaiah 44 and 24. I'm in 42. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, that formed thee from the womb. I am the Lord that maketh all things, that stretcheth forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. God did not need any help from the second person because there was no second person. God, he said, I spread abroad the earth, the heavens by myself. Turning your Bible to Colossians chapter 2. This is not a contradiction. It's just a confirmation that Jesus Christ is God. We find here in Colossians chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse 15. Who is the image of the invisible God? Who's the image of the invisible God? Jesus Christ. Verse 13 says, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son? in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. The Pharisees said to Jesus, they said, who can forgive sins but God? Who can forgive sins but God? You know what Jesus said? He said, son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Then he said, rise up and walk. <laughs> Who can forgive sins but God? And Jesus said, sons, thy sins be forgiven thee. And then Paul wrote, we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Who's that? Jesus Christ. Who is the image of of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or power, all things were created by who? Jesus Christ. Because he was God. He was God. All things were created by him, for him, and by him, and for him. And he is before him, before all things, and by him all things consist. He's the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have Preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Colossians 2 and 9 says, For in Jesus Christ, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. 
I said, in Jesus Christ dwell all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Amen. Jesus Christ is the Father. Jesus Christ is the Son. Jesus Christ is the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And so that name that we call upon, the name of Jesus Christ, is the name that will save you. If we could all stand. Hallelujah, Sister Morka. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, I, I, I wonder t- tonight, is there anybody here tonight that would come up here to this altar and start calling on the name of Jesus? Jesus, I need your help. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I need the Holy Ghost. Jesus, I love you, Lord God. Jesus, I need your deliverance tonight. Oh, if you want deliverance tonight, you've got to call upon the name of Jesus Christ. If you want the Holy Ghost, you've got to call upon the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, I love you, Lord. Come on, the Holy Ghost is here tonight. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I need you, Lord God. Hallelujah. You are that name that's above every name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you who Jesus is. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Call upon your name, Jesus. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory Let to God. Let me tell you who Jesus is. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. He's the rock of all ages. Thank you, Jesus. Start calling He's upon the that Alpha name. and the Omega. Oh, yes, Lord. He's the heavenly Father. Jesus. The beginning yes, and Lord. the end. Yes, Lord. Much more than this. Yes, Lord, I love you, Jesus. He's the Son of Man. He's coming back again. Hallelujah. Let me tell you who Jesus is. He's the rock of all ages. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the heavenly you Father, the, the beginning Hallelujah. and the end. Much yeah. more than this, my friend. Oh, He's the son of man. He's coming back again. Let me tell you who Jesus is. He's the rock of all ages.